I'm gonna need a five-star review. Five-star ride. I'd like to share with you one of our five-star reviews. Hey, five stars. Welcome back. It's Five Star Review here on Fizz Radio on the Score 1260. Cameron is there with Brad Klein. And ever since this Kamari lands decommitment, Brad, it seems like you know, everyone's looking back into this recruiting class and saying, well, Syracuse needs at least one or two more. Just lost a four, potentially five star in lands. Who else is on the docket? Because it's been a very unconventional summer of recruits where guys are just committing left and right after a regular season that was lackluster and a tournament run that it seemed like is going to be customary for the Orange. Now we look into that recruiting scene, guys like Chris Bunch, J.J. Starling, Peter Carey. It looks like Chance Westry has pretty much fallen off Syracuse's radar completely. Let's start with Chris Bunch. What do you like about him? What do you see with him that could add to this Orange team? I think Chris Bunch would be a nice add at this point. You know, 247 has him with a really strong composite four-star recruit. At at this point, just on paper, he seems like a poor man's Kamari Lenz, right? A little bit shorter, a little bit thinner, and the offer is not as good, right? And it just seems like... You, you, this is your consolation prize for losing Kamari Lenz. And maybe that's okay. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's fine because Kadir Copeland, Justin Taylor, they're still pretty good players, right? But I'm more concerned about the other guys in that class, the Peter Carries in the world, that Syracuse thinks will suffice. Yeah, I mean, Chris Bunch, 6'7", small forward, 185. It, yeah, it, it's a fill-in for Kamari Lenz. And uh, I think if you're Syracuse... This is nothing against how Syracuse is recruiting, but you got Justin Taylor, who's a small forward, combo guarding Kadir Copeland, who's tall for his size, and Kamari Lands, who is a small forward. So now you have two small forwards. I don't know if Lands saw Taylor as a threat at any point, and now you're going to. I'm possi- sure Taylor's going to play at the top of the zone anyway. Right? No, I agree. But now you're going to consider. Chris Bunch, another small forward. At this point, Syracuse is going to play a point guard, three small forwards, and whoever that they can find in the stands to play center. I will say this, though, and you want talent at every position, but it is kind of modern basketball-y for Syracuse to do that, right? Is Syracuse modern basketball? Not necessarily, but hold on here. I mean, Length has always been important to Syracuse, even before length was important to anyone else, right? For Kadir Copeland to be really tall at the point guard position, that's a motif. Frank Howard wasn't a point guard, but he became a point guard because he was six foot five. Michael Carter Williams, six six at the top of the zone. You need length at the top for your point guard. So they got that in Copeland, right? And then to have three small forwards, that's very NBA of Syracuse, right? Which is something that I don't necessarily dislike. If you're, if you're worried about fit, I think Syracuse fans are more concerned about players being able to put the ball in the basket, right? And if we already established that the offense is going to be pretty much, hey, give the ball to different players, hope they can create, then it doesn't matter if they're a small forward, power forward, or a zebra with purple stripes, right? It doesn't matter. They just have to score. Right, but are, are you not weary of the fact that Chris Bunch could be forced to play at the bottom of the zone at 185 pounds? No, I'm not necessarily concerned about that. I'm not. Because he can play the three. Alan Griffin played the wing of the zone. What are we talking about there? And Marek Dolejai played it. No, that's not a concern. Weight isn't a concern. If you're six foot seven, 
you can play the wing of the zone. That's I'm I'm not concerned about that at all. I mean, I just look at Chris Bunch as just another guy, and right now I think it's great for Syracuse to get just another guy. But at this point, I think Syracuse is more honed in on a few other players, and J.J. Starling and Peter Carey are the two that probably stand out the most. You were already talking about Peter Carey. I mean, does this make any difference if Syracuse lands Carey? This guy's not recruit or not really highly recruited by many schools. He's not ranked on two four seven sports. It seems like he'll just ride the bench, just bench, just like Frank Anselm is, because Anselm came in as a guy that has stars to his name. I actually think Frank Anselm's going to play this year. I think he should. Yeah, uh, with Peter Carey, I, it's just really disappointing. You look at the two four seven. Report on Carey, right? I'm just going to read it down, okay? Albany, Brown, Bryant, Marquette. Iona, UMass, St. Bonaventure, yeah, Rutgers, and Syracuse. For Syracuse to even be involved in this player is, it's almost an insult, right? It says a lot. It says a lot about where you are as a program. And I will say, I say this every time we talk about recruiting bigs. And I hate saying it so much because he's such a good coach. And he should be employed by the university and by the team. But if Alan Griffin, the (laughs) former guard, is recruiting bigs, this is what you're going to get. If you are a five- or four-star center and you're trying to go to the NBA and a coach comes to your high school or AAU basketball game and says, hey, I'm going to get you there. It's going to be a tough sell if you're straining your neck, neck looking down at this dangerous, right? It's going to be a really tough sell. What do you know about what I need to get to the NBA at my position? Nothing. Yeah. You, nothing. I've been saying this for a long time. Derek Coleman should come and coach the bigs, right? Because he is proof that bigs can not only succeed in the 2-3 zone, but can get to the NBA and succeed. And that's the sales pitch for these guys. Maybe not Peter Carey. Because the offers don't say so. But that's what you get when you can't recruit bigs. Right. I mean, I have an article up on orangefizz.net. Go check it out. It's uh, Syracuse is banking on Peter Carey being a diamond in the rough. That diamond has to be extra shiny. Odds. What are the odds? Uh, the odds, I'm going to give it – I mean, first off, he has to come. I don't know if he'll even come to no, Syracuse. Let's say, he com- let's say whether he so, comes or not. Odds that he plays like a four-star recruit. Oof. I mean, I would give you 500 to 1. Okay. Yeah. I'd take that. You would? I was told to take anything over 300 to 1. Okay. As a flyer. Yeah. How much you putting on it? Not much. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the one thing. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not too, uh, just, you know, too excited about what Peter Carey can bring to this team because you're right, the center production hasn't really been there. Now, let's make this final one really quick. J.J. Starling, do you want him to come? Local kid, point guard. I've been saying this for a while, and this is what I was saying when Kamari Lanz was committed. Now it's a little bit more important that Syracuse bring him in. I think it's really important that Syracuse bring him in with or without Kamari Lanz just because of the area, right? It's so important to hold on to your own home turf. And Starling, a Baldwinsville kid, it just seems like a spoon-fed four-star. And if Syracuse lets him go... To another school like Duke's looking at him, right? If, yeah. if Duke picks up Flip and JJ Starling, yeah. that's going to really sting. It's going to really sting. And you just establish precedent, 
Central New York belongs to you. Canada belongs to you, if nothing else. And you need to kind of put a stronghold in the Northeast because that's where Syracuse recruits. Pretty much solely at this point. Okay, on the well, other- Well, they, they try to recruit a lot of Cali <laughs> kids. They try. Hey, trying is not actually getting the job done. We're gonna uh, hit a break here on Fizz Radio on the Score 1260. Cameron Ezer, Brad Klein with you. On the other side, we have fictional Fizz. We have Fizz feedback like we always do. We'll see you in a sec.